It's um, it's the biggest win of his career. It's the, you know the most points he's ever got in uh, from winning a title. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Tennis Talk. My name is Cam Williams, and we are going to break down the Miami Open. It's already started. It started last Wednesday, so we do have a little bit of information to go off, and it's a big tournament anyway, so we didn't want to break it down last week uh, before the draw even came out. We wanted to get everything on this podcast, so plenty to talk about. Already got a bunch of upsets as well, so we'll go through those, and we'll go through everything else that has to do with the Miami Open. So uh, yeah, like I said, we've already got a couple of upsets. We have Dominic Team out. Not really surprised. He lost to um, Hubert Herkax, who some of you might remember beat a lot of players in Indian Wells, got to the quarterfinals, lost to Federer, and interestingly enough, has only lost to Tsitsipas and Federer in the last month. And he's beaten Nishikori twice, he's beaten Shapovalov, and he's also beaten another player as well, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, he's beaten some big names along the way, and now he's added team to the list. So, 22-year-old Polish player, should be very interesting to see how he goes in this tournament. Seems like he likes the hard court. I haven't watched him play, but from his bio, I'm assuming that he is a big server because he's almost two meters tall. So I'm assuming he's a big server, big hitter, sort of like the Medvedev, uh, Chilich kind of player. And uh, seems to worry these baseliners, you know, uh, team, Nishikori, Shapovalov, they're all those, you know, defending baseliners, and he seems to have a game plan that works against those guys, so very interesting to see. He's still in the tournament as well, so we will talk about him throughout the draw, and uh, also a bunch of other players. Like I said, Nishikori also lost. is in a bit of a form slump. Now, you can go check out my my breaking news of that, because I did a, um, did a little bit of a breakdown of that match um, in particular, because it was a... It was a shock loss. I mean, his form doesn't doesn't show that it's a shock loss, but you know, on paper, it was a pretty bad loss. He seems to be just out of sorts. And from what I heard from uh, pre- uh, post interviews, he's apparently not worried about his form, or the, he's happy with the way he's playing. Um, I don't, as a Nishikori fan, I would not be impressed with that response. I, you would want to hear that he's not happy with how he's playing because he's lost in the second round three weeks in a uh, three tournaments in a row now. And he won Brisbane. He won. He got to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open, and he got to the semi-finals of Rotterdam. And since then, he hasn't. He's won, I think, two out of five matches. So, I would not be impressed if I was an Nishikori fan. We also had Hashinov lose today, so he is out as well. It's kind of a shame, you know. Played really well. Probably could have beaten Rafa in Indian Wells and got to the semi-finals there, but loses here to uh, Jordan Thompson. Australian, I think he lost in straight sets too. So it was, you know, a pretty bad beat for uh, for someone who, you know, before today I was thinking was going to actually go really well in this tournament. Uh, just looking at my sheet, if we got anyone else that we've missed, we'll go through the draw and um, and figure out who else has lost. But yeah, plenty of upsets already early on in this tournament, and I'm I wouldn't be surprised if we get a few more over the next couple of days. All right, so let's start off as you can see. John Isner, defending champion. He is still in the tournament, so uh, don't worry, you uh, you John Isner fans. He is still around. Does have a few tough matches coming up, though. So if he is to defend his title here, he's going to have to beat a lot of good players. He is in the Djokovic part of the draw, so he's going to have to get through Djokovic, potentially in the quarterfinals, to make it to the, uh, to the semifinals and then win the title. So he hasn't got an easy draw. I mean... These, no one ever gets an easy draw in these tournaments unless you win. You know, he played Miami last year, obviously won the tournament, 
and that was the tournament where Federer, Djokovic, I don't think Nadal played, but Federer and Djokovic lost in the first and second round. They were, you know, upset pretty early on, so it kind of cleared the way. I think he played uh, Zverev in the final. So Zverev's got a few points to defend as well here. He's still in the tournament. He's actually playing as I speak. So um, he's playing David Ferrer. Uh, interestingly enough, David Ferrer's last hardcourt tournament before he retires in Madrid on the clay, which, um, again, this is actually the, the last hardcourt tournament we're going to be talking about until after Wimbledon. So we don't talk about another hardcourt tournament until around July when we go back to, I think it's Atlanta. I think that's when uh, that's when we play on the hard courts again. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. But uh, yeah, we obviously go into the clay court season. It officially starts when Miami finishes. And then we go straight into the grass court season as soon as the clay court season finishes. So we're not going to be talking about a hard court event until we're leading up to the US Open. So... Um, last, you know, potentially the last match for David Ferrer on a hard court, which, you know, he's had a good career. We all know, you know, he's probably unlucky. He probably could have won a Grand Slam if he didn't have to play against Rafa and Federer and Murray and um, Djokovic. You know, he definitely deserved. He got to a French Open final. We'll talk about that in another podcast. Um, but, yeah, good to see David Ferrer uh, gets to play against one big player at the end of his career, potentially, you know, cause one more upset. So on a hard court. Right, let's go to the past champions here. So, as I said, we have John Isner is the defending champion. Roger Federer won it in 2017. Djokovic has won this event the most in the last 10 years. As you can see there, we've got Andy Roddick actually won it in 2010, so that's good for him. Murray, Andy Murray's won it a couple of times, but Djokovic is definitely the definitely the king here at this event. You would not, I was not really surprised because... Um, those years that he has won is have been some of his best years. So um, he is, and still he's you know the number one seed as well. So we've got number one seed there. Uh, how many times has he won it? Six times now. Zverev's best result is the final here. We don't you know we don't have team anymore. Team is out. Roger Federer has won this three times before. So he's number four seed. Nishikori is out. Goes to the final here in 2016, which uh, you know is a shame for him that he lost so early because he does have some form here. Kevin Anderson back from injury. He's been to the quarterfinals here a couple of times, including last year. I think he might have lost to Del Potro or Isner last year, if I can remember. And then we got John Isner, number seven seed. He is uh, the winner of, of course, from last year. We got Sitsipas, who's only actually played this event once, and funny enough. That one time was last year, and he lost to Medvedev, Daniel Medvedev, in the first round. And now, 12 months later, those guys are, you know, potentially going to be playing in quarterfinals and semifinals of these events because of their, you know, ranking. So, it's so funny how 12 months, you know, two players that no one ever heard of were playing in the first round, and now those guys are, um, those guys are, you know, some of the uh, highest seeds in the tournament. So, really interesting. Marin Cilic is out as well, and so is Hashinov. So, those guys are both gone. Um... Chilich actually lost to, if I can, well, we'll find out in a second when I go to the draw. So let's go straight to the draw now. All right. As you can see, we got Novak Djokovic up, up the top. If you have, if you want to see my draw breakdown, you can go click on, uh, there'll be a, a card coming up right now. But um, it's a little bit outdated, obviously. There's players that have pulled out since then, uh, since I spoke about that. But this is the updated draw as of now. Bernard Tomic. I mean, didn't do too much against Djokovic. I think he was up a break in the first set, but Djokovic has no worries. As you can see there, Djokovic potentially has a tough match 
coming up in the next round against Batista Agut. Now, if you guys watch the podcast or listen to the podcast or uh, just are a fan of tennis and have been really into tennis in 2019, you'll know that Batista Agut actually beat Djokovic at the start of the year. Now, I think it was in Doha. It was in Doha, and um, it was in the semifinals of Doha, and Batista Agut went on to win the whole tournament. So I'm really interested to see that matchup because Djokovic has lost. He has a 7-2 record over Batista Agut, but a 1-0 record against him this year. So maybe RBA... I think he's been struggling with a little bit of injury, so maybe he can get back on track. He's playing Fognini. I mean, Fognini hasn't really given me any confidence uh, to pick him for any matches. You know, if you've been, if you again, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know how disappointing he's been. Every tournament seems to just get worse and worse for him. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But you would think that it would be probably a Djokovic RBA um, match up there, and that'd be really cool to see because you know. RBA's got some form, and maybe Djokovic might have a tough match on his hands. He's going to get through Dalbonis, but it could be interesting. All right, Milos Raonic got a walkover in the second round, so that's good for him. He gets to play Kyle Edmund, who seems to be back in a little bit of form. Won a challenger event a few weeks ago, then got to the quarterfinals of um, or the fourth round of Indian Wells, losing to Federer eventually. Um, so he's got a little bit of form there, and then you've got the defending champion down the bottom, you would think would probably get into um, into the next round. Ramos Vinolas is a clay court player, so I'm not going to give um, give him too much of a chance against Isner. I mean, Isner does like to struggle in some matches that he's supposed to win, but I think you know having the memories of last year, I think he gets through that, and he's not going to lose to a player unless they're you know um, a really good player like Raonic or maybe Djokovic in the next round. So we'll see what happens. Luka Pui, he loses. I mean. If you look at his form line, he's only had one good tournament. That was the Australian Open. So, I mean, if he didn't get to the semifinals of the Australian Open, he probably wouldn't be seeded at this tournament um, because he he's just he hasn't done anything else. So, Luca Puy is someone that is kind of disappointing if you are a French fan. But um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'd love to see Rayonich versus uh, Isner. That'd be a great matchup there. So this part of the draw is completely open. So the lucky loser down the bottom took Monfi, his spot, because I think Monfi's out with an ankle injury or Achilles injury. He pulled out of the Dominic team matchup in Indian Wells, and I think that that's probably carried on to this tournament as well. So we haven't got any uh, Monfi. And then Dominic team lost in the second round to Herkax. So a couple of interesting names here, maybe some names that you know we're not familiar of, with. But um, especially before this year, you've got... Um, I'm going to get this name right eventually. Uh, you, I keep saying Felix, but it's Felix Auger-Aliassime. Let me know if that was right. Give me a thumbs up if it was right. Um, he's playing Herkak, so that's going to be an interesting little matchup. We've got the teenager against the 22-year-old. So um, that could be really cool to see. And then you've got Robin Haas against against Basilashvili. So very strange there. I mean, all those players in that part of the draw, you know nobody's probably talking about it at all because, um, let's be fair, we probably thought team was going to get out of this part of the draw with no problem, right? So that's really interesting to see. Um, I mean, Herkax versus Felix is really cool. I think that's going to be a good matchup, and I think the winner of that will probably get through probably to the quarterfinals and get through this part of the draw. So good to see that one. All right, next part of the draw, again, we got the we got the upset down the bottom. Uh, we got Nick Kyrgios back in a bit of form, and also Borna Chorich. So, a couple of players here that 
you know, we could see a couple of matchups is Borna Charge versus Curios. I think that's probably what we're going to see. Uh, but Jeremy Shardy, he's a tough player as well. Maybe Shardy, I think Shardy's actually beaten, or um, yeah, I think he beat, he might have beaten uh, Curious at the start of the year. So that could be a cool matchup to see as well. But I think Curios might get out of this one. Uh, just because I don't know if Borna Charge is really playing uh, as well as he could. I think he's a little bit off. But um, I'd love to see Charge versus Curious. They're a similar age as well. They're sort of that... Um, they're not the next gen, but they were the next gen before the next gen came around, if that makes sense. They were the... They're, I think they're in their early 20s. Um, like 24, 25, or 23. I think that's sort of their age. So they are a generation, but they're not the next gen like the Tsitsipas and Zverevs. So, um, yeah. They're um, they're the ones that, you know, have been on tour probably longer than the next gen, have more experience. So I'd love to see those guys play. And then the next match we've got is Anderson. Uh, he's back from injury, so that's good to see. I thought that maybe Hashinov would do something here, but clearly he's not doing anything. Um unfortunately for him but yeah so we'll see what happens there with anderson i think that dimitrov's also in a little bit of form as i fix the screen a little bit um yeah so i think dimitrov nobody's really talking about him and i think he might be he's also back from injury he didn't play neither of those players played indian wells so i think that um i think dimitrov versus anderson would be a great matchup there for sure i think they're you know clearly the favorites after hashinov's gone all right, let's have a look now at this. So, again, Medvedev up the top, Federer down the bottom. I mean, this drawer is pretty stacked. Opelka's playing well as well. He beats um, Schwartzman in the previous round. And also, uh, Stan Vavrinka lost in a third-set tiebreaker. I was really looking forward to having that Federer-Stan matchup as we did last week. I would have, you know, I was, I was hoping last week it was going to be, or last tournament it was going to be really good, but it looks like uh, we won't get to see that. But I'd expect to be Federer versus Medvedev. I mean, Opelka can, you know, upset Medvedev. Medvedev's not been in that great a form the last two or three tournaments. So, I mean, Opelka versus Federer could be really interesting because Opelka's one of my one of my players to watch um, this year because he is, I think he's 21, 22 years old. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, he's one of those young generation, I guess you could call it next-gen players. So, um, yeah, really cool to see that. All right, let's see. Sitsipas is up the top here. He, you know, he's he's got a pretty open draw here, especially because Chilich is now out. Uh, Pella's a clay court player. Shapovalov maybe could uh, could cause him some problems. But this is sort of like the next gen players, except for Mayer. You know, Rublev, uh, Shapovalov, and Sitsipas are all next gen players. So that's really cool to see that they, those guys are playing well at these tournaments. I mean, Marin Chilich seems to have been off his game. The last few weeks, or few, to be honest, 2019, he's been off his game. Um, so, you know, Rublev, good win for him, but also uh, Chilich hasn't been playing that well. So uh, I'll probably say that, you know, you'd probably say Sitsipas gets through here. And then the last part of the draw is Sasha Zverev, like I said, is playing right now. Uh, we'll check at the end of what the score was, but I would say he's probably going to play against Goffin. I mean, no offense to TFO, but I just don't feel like he's got the game that he did in the at the Australian Open. Um, and I don't think Cincinnato is a good, you know, hardcourt player. To be honest, I think Cincinnato going into the hardcourt, uh, sorry, the clay court season, I think once we get over the clay court season, so uh, once we hit the grass in uh, the in June, 
I think Cicinato is probably going to be outside the top 30 because I don't think he can back up the results that he did. And um, if you can't play on all the surfaces these days, you're going to struggle, especially if you can't play on hard court because there's, you know, there's more hard court events than anything. Um, and the biggest hard court events get the most points, Masters 1000s and those kind of things. So I think if Cicinato is only re- relying on his clay court ability, He's gonna um, he's gonna drop out because I think that's too much pressure for one person to, to deal with. So um, he's gonna probably lose a lot of points. But you know, again, I don't think he's gonna do, do too much here. I think Goffin beats him, and then I think Zverev, depending on how he's going against Ferrer, I think it'll be Zverev versus Goffin, and uh, we'll see what happens there. All right, cool. So that is the draw. Go and watch my breakdown of the draw and compare it to what I just did then because there was definitely some upsets in the last couple of days that I didn't account for, Dominic Team being one of those. But um, yeah, a lot of good matchups coming up. I know a lot of uh, younger players getting through these early rounds, so it'd be good to see. A lot of these you know, younger players are starting to clash as well, so you know, we'll get to see that next gen, potentially some of their first matches or first matchups in their, you know, historic rivalry we might be seeing the first you know Federer and Nadal matches like we did I think in Miami or Indian Wells in 2004 you know that match now goes down in history after you know 15 years of them playing each other so you know a Rublev or a, um, a Rublev versus Sitsipas or a Shapovala versus Sitsipas might be the first of 50 matches they play against each other so very interesting to keep that in mind when we're watching these young guys so all right let's get to the predictions now because like I said the other, like I said last week, I don't want to do the predictions at the start of these big tournaments, just because um, picking one player out of 120 players, uh, especially when there's upsets, kind of just is a little bit, you know, when we've got no, you know, data to go off, it's a little bit hard to do, and um, a little bit, it's kind of inaccurate as well because you, everyone would have said teams get into the final, right? And look, he didn't even make past one round. So now that we've got a couple of rounds under our belt, we can go through some matchups. So. Like I said, I think Djokovic versus RBA. I think Djokovic will win that, actually. I don't think... Uh, I think RBA played well at the start of the year, but I think Djokovic beats him. He's got the record over him. And I think that Isner will play Raonic, but I think Raonic will win, even though Isner has a 5-1 record against him. I just think the the stress of trying to defend the title... Um, you know, this is the biggest title of, of Isner's career, you know. It's, um, it's the biggest win of his career. It's, the, you know the most points he's ever got in uh, from winning a title. So I think that's going to put a little bit of stress on him. And I think that Milos Raonic is actually having a really good year, even though he's had a couple of, you know, probably not great losses, losing to good players, but just losing to players he should beat. But I think that here he's going to, you know, he should have beaten team last week. Um, I did a whole breakdown about that, uh, and but unfortunately he couldn't get through. But I think that he's still playing well enough that he can beat Isner. So I think he beats Isner, and I think we get Djokovic versus Raonic. Then I think in the wide open part of the draw, I think we're going to get Kyrgios versus Herkax. I only say Herkax gets to this, the quarterfinals because he's the only one in that you know that has proven last week that he can do that. And Kyrgios has won a title this year, and that makes me feel that he's you know he loves playing the big tournaments. And um, against the best players, and I think that's what what he will do. So that's another quarterfinal. I think Dimitrov will beat Anderson. He's got a six-two record over Anderson. And I think I think out of the two of them, I think Anderson's going to be a little bit shakier coming back. And Anderson hasn't had great results this year. He's won a title, but then since winning that title at the start of the year, he hasn't done much. Whereas Dimitrov's had a little bit more 
all-round performances, I guess you could call them. And then I think Federer beats Medvedev, and we get a Dimitrov Federer quarterfinal. Sitsipas versus uh, whew, Shapovalov. I think that's going to happen. I think Sitsipas will win that. So we get Sitsipas in the quarterfinals, and I think that Zverev will get through his part of the draw. So we'll get a Zverev versus Sitsipas quarterfinal. Now for the semifinals, I think Rayonich beats. Uh, sorry, Djokovic beats Rayonich. He's got a nine-zero record over Rayonich, so I think that is why Djokovic will win. And then I think that Kyrgios will beat Herkax because I. I think that Kyrgios just has that game. And to be honest, I want Kyrgios versus Djokovic to happen. So I think that Herkax will have another good run here, but I think Kyrgios will be too good. And I think Kyrgios will versus Djokovic in the first semifinal. I think Dimitrov loses to Federer because he's never beaten Federer before. And Federer clearly doesn't have to worry about anything. I think he'll get through to the... Uh, Federer will get through the semifinals, and I think he'll play Sitsipas. So Sitsipas versus Zverev, I think Sitsipas beats Zverev just because I don't know. I just I just don't have the confidence in Zverev. He's not he's not consistent enough for me to pick him over someone like Sitsipas, who's proven this year that he's you know he's won a title. Obviously, got to the semifinals of the Australian Open. Uh, he's played really besides Indian Wells. He's played really well. So I think that Sitsipas versus Federer. Will be the second second semifinal. I think the final is going to be Djokovic versus Federer. I think Djokovic beats Kyrgios. I think you know Kyrgios will probably push him to three sets, but I think Kyrgios will eventually lose, and uh, Djokovic will win. And then I think Federer will beat Sitsipas. I think he's starting to figure out how to beat Sitsipas. I know they, you know, they play twice or three times if you include the exhibition match at the start of the year, and Federer has won two of those matches. But I think after the final in Dubai, I think he's starting to figure out how to beat Sitsipas. So I think Federer beats Sitsipas, and I think we get a Federer Djokovic final, which I think, you know, is what everyone wants. You know, Zverev Djokovic will be interesting, but I think Federer Djokovic is, you know, by far the best final you could probably have uh, without Nadal being here. And I think we get a winner in Novak Djokovic. So. I know that's the easy pick. You picked the number one player in the world, but I just think that after losing shock loss last week to Cole Schreiber and his draw, I just feel like his draw is very favorable. I mean, if he has to play Kyrgios, he's got a 2-0 record uh, down against Kyrgios. So Kyrgios has beaten him twice and Djokovic has never beaten him. So I want to see that, but I think that, like I said, I think that Kyrgios will push Djokovic, but Djokovic will win. And I think that will make... That will kind of kickstart Djokovic to play Federer, kind of like what he did at the Australian Open where he was struggling in a couple of matches, you know, the quarterfinals against Medvedev at the Australian Open, um, Djokovic this is. And then when he got to the final, everyone thought, oh, he's been a little bit shaky. And then Nadal, you know, is the number two player in the world and he came out and destroyed Nadal. So I think that might happen here. He'll have a struggle against maybe Rayonich or Kyrgios and then he'll play Federer and he probably, you know, he might just wipe him off the court which uh, we don't want to see that because we want to see a you know, three-set epic, but I think that could happen. Um, so yeah, my pick is Novak Djokovic. Let me know down below in the comments if you are watching this on YouTube who you think is going to win. If you think I'm wrong, let me know. If you think I'm right, let me know. But uh, yeah, I think Novak Djokovic wins this one. I'm not really going to look too much into the final, uh, sorry, the, the upset last week in Indian Wells. I mean... If anything, that was a, a reminder for Djokovic that you know he needs to 
take everyone really seriously and and play his best against every person because he is the number one player in the world. So if anything, that would have jolted him back into, you know, uh, back into form. And also he's won this tournament more, he's won this tournament six times, more than anyone else in the draw, you know, including Federer. So I think that comes into play as well. I think the memories, even though it's a new court, but just the memories of winning this title, I think that will, you know, give him confidence and I think he'll win. And um, we're hoping for a really epic final against Federer, hopefully a really good semi-final against Kyrgios and a quarter-final against Raonic. But yeah, I think Djokovic wins. Again, let me know if you if you see something I don't see. If you think Federer's got a chance to win or you think another player's got a chance to win, um, let me know down below if you think Anderson can win. I mean, I didn't even give him a shot. So um, yeah, let me know down below. Maybe Sitsipas wins. That could be really interesting as well. So, really cool. Um, it's good to see that we haven't got too many big, big upsets. I mean, we've got team out. We've got Nishikori out. But when I mean big, I mean like popular upsets. Like Djokovic losing so early in India Wells kind of, you know, luckily we had, still had Nadal, but it kind of ruined the tournament a little bit um, until we got to the, you know, until we got to that final against, um, you know, with, with team. But um, it's good to see that we still got these top, you know, top three players still playing in the uh, in the draw so again let me know if you think Zverev's going to win if you think someone else is going to win let me know but um yeah this is episode 21 we've actually done really well here we've you know we're going to be taking probably a week off next week um there's no tournaments on next week like i said we got this the clay court season starts in uh, i think it's the 8th of april so next week after this event's done we don't have anything to talk about for the week after so i might do i might do a half a podcast you know, just a little bit of a review of Miami, but um, yeah, I'm going to be bringing out a bunch more content. Uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot of match previews for the last couple of weeks, and you guys seem to enjoy that and seem to watch that. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that because I'll be doing quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals of um, of the ma- like previews of those matches, um, and also doing a preview of uh, sorry a review potentially of the final at the very end of the tournament. So make sure you stay tuned for that. If you haven't subscribed and you're, or you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe down below. And um, yeah, let me know in the comments what you guys think about Miami. Do you think, do you like the new, the new venue? Do you think I'm you know crazy for picking Djokovic? Um, I know a lot of people are Djokovic and not Djokovic fans and they, uh, they don't want to, you know, they like to pick Federer because they're Federer fans, but you know, let me know down below. I'm happy to, I know I answer all the comments, so you know, let me know what you guys think. And we'll go through the rankings as well. So next week we might do a mini podcast. We'll go through the rankings because I think the rankings will change a lot after this week, uh, especially when we're talking about guys outside the top 10. I mean, the top 10 probably won't change too much, but outside the top 10, we've got a lot of players that you know are relying on points at this event. So we'll see what happens there. And... Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. So again, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening if you are listening. And I'll see you guys next week for episode 22 of Tennis Talk.